Every time. <laughs> Love it. Back into club here. That's it's, right. Uh, 40 pound overweight, 50 cent. <laughs> Hanging upside down. Hanging upside down. He's still going to do some pull-ups just to show that he can that he can and he can sing upside down which is also somewhat impressive yeah. unless you think do you think that for the most part they were lip singing uh i thought 50 cent was 50 cent at least was yeah i feel no it, it texture says any football starts and ends with frost who is this guy i i'm not saying he's the end-all be-all but you can't have a conversation about nebraska football's history without scott frost yeah but you shouldn't say it starts with him they had a few they were pretty who would it start with him tommy frazier if you had to say there's one guy that, that it starts well, with. Well, the start, when you're talking about like when they started, like when they. No, I mean, like when, <laughs> when you think, generally speaking, from an outside, I'm saying this from an outsider's perspective, when I think of Nebraska football, Scott Frost is one of the first names that comes to my head. Well, yeah, I'm just saying like the 1971 team was one of the greatest teams of all time. Right. Maybe the I didn't. 1970 team won a championship. Maybe I didn't word that you know correctly. It starts yeah. with. Maybe I didn't word somebody. that correctly, but when you think of Nebraska football, Scott Frost is one of the first names that comes to mind. He yeah. is. Well, he is. You can ask anybody how that. he's raised his profile to kind of be that, to be the head coach. Um, if it wasn't, I don't know if he'd be, you know, I don't know if he'd be one of the first names that came to your mind if if he wasn't the head coach in Nebraska right now or a prominent I head coach. Be. You don't think so? Well, no. <laughs> I mean, uh, Two-time uh, national champion. 1995-1997. So the last two national championships for Nebraska. Well, yeah, but 95 he was wasn't your really his. I mean, okay, but still, he was—he's a two-time national championship for Nebraska. Played quarterback for the very mo- the most recent team that won the national championship. Big Twelve offensive newcomer of the year. I don't know. I mean, he's—he's he's very, very much included just, in the history. This I is just, just as, as someone that didn't go to the school in Nebraska, hasn't lived in Lincoln. I'm telling you, Scott Frost is one of the first names that comes to mind. And again, I probably didn't word that correctly, and it begins and starts, but that. It's just one of the names. Yeah, I would say Tommy fair. Frazier's up there too. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't think of the guys as much that are played in the seventies. Well, that's like Big Bird's kind of saying is Bob Devaney or the, Johnny Rogers. The game, I mean, the game was just so different. You got to also realize that I'm 23 years old, so yeah. I mean, those guys aren't going to be the names that I remember. But Tommy Frazier, Scott Frost, Eric Crouch, also one of them. Yeah. So I don't know. Again, maybe I didn't I didn't word that correctly, but he's at the top. I, I again, no matter which way you you want to swing it. It's not going to be an easy thing to do to fire Scott Frost. No, but because of the history. <laughs> yeah, but I think that that's like I don't think that that's going to play much of a factor at this point in time. I think that it may have already extended him the grace that no other coach may have gotten probably in his Absolutely. position. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So I mean it, I mean that Absolutely. discussion has probably already happened I suppose, but I don't think for this season, you know, at, at some point you have to just come to a conclusion and come to a coach be like, hey, it's been five years and you're 18 and 35 or whatever it will be at that time. Like, oh, yeah, both of us could agree. We probably got to move on. That's not going to be it. I don't know. And, and it just makes me – that just makes me so sad, too, because he took the he took the pay cut. He wants to stay here. Well, yeah, everybody wants him to work out. It's not a problem of want <laughs> for, uh, for everybody. I, uh, I just always – I'm always pro coach. I, I just am. I mean, he – he is the last guy that was your quarterback for a national championship team. What everyone in Nebraska, all I ever hear is how great the football program is. We have five national championships, this and that. 
He was the last guy to do it. Oh, I know. That's why it stinks. He so was much. the last one. <laughs> and now you're going to fire him as your head coach? <laughs> it's not our fault. It's not what do you the mean? Fault. Of course Who's it's fault? your fault. <laughs> what do you want to Give they him give a longer him the leash. Ch- you can't just him a do whatever leash. he wants because he once won a national title here. Doesn't mean he could just run the state for the rest of his life. If <laughs> he it might as well. <laughs> Screw it. If it doesn't Scott work Frost out, governor. that's why I'm saying I hope that there's at least an, an, a good, uh, happy ending where you can just like walk away from it and both sides agree, and hey, this didn't agrees. work out. Scott, go back to UCF. Maybe if you get, maybe 10, 15 years, if you raise your profile, we'll hire you again. We'll give it another round. But as of right now, you are not the coach for the University of Nebraska because it's not working out, and it hasn't worked out. Now, that's not the case. Now, obviously, right. they're giving him this, this extra year, and, and maybe they can turn it around. Do you but. agree with them giving him the benefit of the doubt? And double question there. Do you think it's because of his past? Oh, without a doubt. If he, if that was Mike Riley, he's gone. I you mean, think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's <laughs> no. There's no doubt. I mean, Trev Albert said it. Trev Albert said as much. He said that basically because we. I mean, we all, all our all us journalists would have done all our research, and he said. There's nothing in the history of college football. There's no one you can point to that says, you know, at this point, this is going to work out. You can't go back and, and look at somebody that's been 15 and 27 or whatever he is at Georgia or Alabama and Florida, and then they end up being national championship. That hasn't happened. It's not, and so Trevor Albert said, this is not – this is – against basically the history of football, we're going to do this because, and he said, because Scott's a brother, he's a Husker. Right. So that's why it's, that's why it's happened. That's I why have, he's still here. I have two things to mention. So Kelsey says, new guy doesn't even know that Tom Osborne didn't win the race for governor when he ran for it. I did know that actually that came up at the station the other day. We were discussing that. So I did know that that's crazy. Um, let me ask you this. And I'm going to ask you to take off your, Bach, radio host, journalist, hat, whatever have you. Mm-hmm. I'm asking Bach the alumni, do you think that the standards for Nebraska football have changed? Or do you still think that fans like yourself, the expectation is 10 wins? <laughs> I, I genuinely want to know, and I don't want to ask you from a host perspective. I want yeah. to ask you as an alumni, as an, a fan of the team. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's changed. I've, I've never thought that I'd be in these situations where you bring – I never thought I'd see Nebraska football go 3-9. and nine. Even more than that, I never thought you'd bring back a 3-9 and nine coach. As somebody on the, pe- on the text line points out, Bach is a fire-the-coach guy. I am a fire-the-coach guy. You've heard me before say if somebody isn't working out, fire them and take another swing because most, of these co- most coaches across the nation don't work out. Eventually, you get tired of them. Mark Richt has success – you know, had so much success at Georgia – and then he had a few off seasons. A lot of these guys, like their 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 early success, comes back to hurt him. To where you go, well, this doesn't work Mac out. Brown. So you get rid of him. Mac yeah. Brown. All right. And so yeah, Mac Brown won a title, and by the end, Texas wanted him out. So I mean, it's it's hard to find a, a guy that's going to, like Tom Osborne, stay long enough to the fact that, that he retires and walks away, and you say, no, come back, stay. You know, it, it's hard to do that. So, you know, I understand. But I'm not just a fire the coach guy. I'm a fire the three and seven, three and nine coach guy. I'm a fire the one and fifteen and Big Ten play coach guy. Right. Even going back to like, but I, but I'll also say this: like with Pelini, with 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 Solage, yeah, I think they probably should have been let go. It's not that they weren't f- fine to win eight or nine ball games a year, which is which is fine. But it got stagnant, and the, and the mm-hmm. programs were heading in the wrong direction. They weren't going; didn't seem to be headed back toward 
competing for conference championships. If you're Nebraska football, you got to compete for conference championships. That's that's the standard. And that's still the standard. That that's needs still the to be the standard, absolutely. And that's why, because Brad says, have you seen our record? We have no standards anymore. I wouldn't necessarily agree with that because at least as many Nebraska fans as I've talked to, like yourself, it's still that we should be winning 10 games. We should be competitive in the Big Ten. And I know that hasn't been the case in, what, four or five seasons. Yeah. But from for the most part, what I've everyone I've talked to, that's still the expectation, which is why it just made me curious that maybe it's changed. Maybe if you're in Nebraska, you want six wins. Maybe you want seven wins. But from what you're saying, it's it's still ten. It's still you you want to be competing for a Big Ten championship. Yeah, I mean, and I know part of it's getting the right coach, like we've been saying all along. So I know a big part of this is Osborne and Devaney. Right, but for damn near fifty years, like forty-eight out of fifty of them, you won nine ball games. So why wouldn't why would you st- change the standard if all of a sudden a few coaches can't get it done and you're not winning and you're winning five or whatever? Even and even yeah. Mike Riley won. Like Mike Riley and Bill Callahan both failed miserably at yeah. Nebraska. Set them back years. Both of them won nine ball games at least one one year they were here. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely Nebraska should win nine ball games. Uh, let's go to Marshall here on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline. Marshall, how's it going? It's going great, and I'm sure you're happy to know that I'm listening to your show on the way home from work. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I just was astonished uh, by the conversation, and I guess I can forgive you're new in town and all that, uh, about Scott being the beginning and the end uh, for us for football and uh, for us older guys that uh, grew up when Bob Devaney came in, it's kind of offensive uh, for us to have yeah. five national championships before these. Still there, Marshall? Uh, I think we lost Marshall, but I right. think we get his point. Yeah, I mean, it, no, it's... I definitely get his point, and I—that's a very fair argument. But you got to look at, and that's kind of part of the discussion, right? Is you have someone that's my age, someone that isn't as familiar with the Nebraska football program. What we remember is 1997 Scott Frost. And I don't know if, if that's just kind of the nature of the program. I mean, you could ask Nick, too. Nick's 21 years old. What what do we know Nebraska for? The last time Nebraska was relevant was Taylor Martinez. Like, that. that's what we know. And, I, yeah. and I'm not trying to be offensive. I know that Nebraska has national championships outside of the 90s. I understand that. But as someone at my age... That's what we know Nebraska for. And I bet you're – I mean, obviously, you're in a bit different because you're an alumni. You've you've grown up in Lincoln around the area. You know about the history. But you're still young. What do you remember? You remember Scott Frost. That That's just the, the nature of the program right now. Well, yeah, and, that, and, and more importantly, as we kind of move that on from the fans to the recruits, the recruits – are, are hardly old enough to remember and Dominic and they Sue. They don't remember. And Dominic and Sue exactly. at Nebraska. Um, so you can keep yeah. selling this, this, this 70s winning, and obviously there's a statue outside of Memorial Stadium that memorializes that. Everyone knows about it, but that's not what people remember. Well, not it's younger just people. Not. It's just not. Not younger people, but older people, especially like Marshall, and, and you know that, that did kind of go through it, and especially remembering through, I mean, VJ was, after all, a three-time national champ, played part right. of it. Right. I mean, it just kind of depends on your, your age group. So I suppose, and you've already apologized for this, is saying it starts and ends with Scott No, Frost. and, and that's I did, not I, what you should have said. I worded but, that incorrectly. I worded that incorrectly. I'm just yeah. saying, as, as someone that's in the younger generation, that isn't familiar as the program, as people that have grown up in Lincoln, one of the first players that I think of is Scott Frost. It yeah, is. And that's fair. It is. 
And I think if you asked any of the recruits coming in too, that's probably also the case. If you're talking to a 17 or 18-year-old and senior in high school and you ask them about the history of Nebraska, they're probably saying the same thing. They probably are, and I could be very wrong. I don't know how much people read up on Nebraska when they're being recruited here because obviously I wasn't recruited to play yeah. Division One football. And it's different but that's with probably what they're selling. Some guys know, some guys don't. Cam Taylor Pritt, I think, last year was <laughs> – I think was handed a – a black shirt from one of the greats, and I don't remember as Cam Taylor, but I shouldn't be calling out the player. But I, I just remember the difference. There was like one player that was like, "This is awesome. This is like the history of Nebraska. This is sweet." And somebody else got, "Who is that guy?" Exactly. <laughs> so it's different and, and based it, on the on the player, and it is. Yeah, and it's different based on your age. So I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. How dare you disrespect Bob Devaney? That's what we've come to oh, come around. And he get, and I, I know Tom Osborne. He's the, the end-all, be-all to someone my age. That's what you know. <laughs> telling you, it's, yesterday. It's just, it was. Yeah. Shout-out Tom Osborne. Yeah, congrats on another birthday. Although your last one, your last great one's when you're 21, which we talked with Nick, so it's been a while for Tom really to have his last great one. <laughs> well, you got to think, the last time Nebraska won a national championship, I wasn't even born yet. I know. Stop depressing us. All right, I'm we're not depressing you. <laughs> I'm telling you. That's what. That's the reality now. All right. We'll, uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, we'll, we'll try to have uh, a nice conversation to round out the show. More of this coming up next here on the Ticket Water Cooler brought to you by Colgan Water.